Welcome to another episode of the Potential Success Show. My name is Fong Chuan, an entrepreneur, business strategist, real estate investor, speaker, also best-selling author. And every single day, I help others unlock potentials and guide them to succeed. Today on the show, we have another amazing guest on the show. We interview some of the biggest celebrities, business CEOs, entrepreneurs, speakers, real estate investors, athletes, and also artists to find out their journeys to success, uh, how they overcome challenges, adversity, and of course, their keys to success. And this person I have today definitely can answer that question because she has an amazing career. She's been very good at everything that she does. And her career is actually very transformational as well. Uh, she comes highly recommended by other people to be a guest on this show. So I'm very, very excited to have her here. Now, she's been in the industry and a company that many people would love to be a part of, and that is SpaceX. And she went from managing the kitchen to managing people to products and uh, projects and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely amazing. Uh, but she thought, hmm, you know what? I need more challenges. In case that was not exciting enough, she wanted more excitement, more challenges. So she jumped into real estate. Uh, she's done very well in a very short period of time, amassing a lot of properties, a lot of success from buy, fix, and flips, buy, fix, and holds, uh, and all that great stuff short-term, long-term, you name it, she's done it already in a very short period of time. Uh, she loves seizing opportunities. She loves jumping into unknown territories. So please welcome Ms. Erica Tapala. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for that. Hey, thanks for being here. I'm very excited because I've had an opportunity to talk to you before and uh, your past uh, has been very, very fascinating. And then what you do now is absolutely incredible as well. So I would love to hear that journey. How did you go from SpaceX to becoming this very, very successful real estate investor? And oh, before SpaceX, was that something that you actually wanted to be in? Because not many people come out of school and go, you know what? I think I'm going to go join SpaceX. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, interesting enough, when I when I got out of college, uh, I just decided I'm going to, I'm going to put my resume out everywhere. You know, um, I started just going through everything that was hiring that was in business. And I'm like, yes, let me, I'll apply for this and this. Like I applied to be the CEO for the city of Palm Bay, which I had absolutely zero knowledge, experience, anything, but I thought, well, the worst thing they could say is no. And they did. They sent me a very nice letter saying, no, <laughs> we're not going to take you. And I was like, well, but my thought process was if I don't put myself out there, the answer is always going to be no. So um, I applied to a bunch of the places and then SpaceX called and I had no idea um, how I even applied for them. I didn't even realize that I did that. They called me and I was like, oh, OK, yeah, sure. I'll come in for an interview. Um, they started talking about Elon Musk, who at the time, you know, back in 2008, nobody knew who Elon was. Um, other than, oh, he was the guy that started PayPal and then he sold it and he started this rocket company. And I'm like, okay, sounds good to me. Uh, so, you know, I had been waiting tables at the time. Um, I had done like, uh, fire assistance, you know, a few years prior. So I decided, all right, yeah, I can stock the kitchen. Why not? It's, it's easy. Um, but yeah, it was a little boring after a month. I wanted to do more. So I'm like, Hey, can I do this? You know, can I learn how to do purchasing? Can I learn how to do receiving? And then it was just bombarded with, you're going to learn how to do inventory and you're going to learn how to do this. And and I just kept saying, yes, yes, yes. You know, uh, even, Hey, you want to fix an anemometer? And I'm like, sure. No idea what an anemometer is, but got to climb up the lightning tower. And then I learned anemometers actually measure the, the distance and speed of wind. Um, so from there, I, uh, I worked there for about seven and a half years. It was, it, it was nonstop, you know, just go, 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 go. So then I decided, 
Well, let me, let me jump over into a, a different, in a different field where I can have like more time. So I jumped over to the government side, which then was extremely slow. Now I'm only working 40 hours a week. You know, I went from like a hundred to 120 hours a week to 40. And I was like, this is, this is boring. Uh, so I thought, you know, I want to do more for myself. I'm going to become a realtor. And, uh, you know, I, I mapped out how I was going to do this. And my mother actually said, Hey, I'm going to go to this uh, real estate, it, you know, it, um, thing for free. Do you want to come? I was like, sure, I can, maybe I'll pick up some little nuggets on how I could be a better real estate agent. And this will be great. So the guy, you know, he's speaking for about an hour two hours and he's talking about flipping paper, which is known as wholesaling. And I thought, you know, heck yeah. So I was the first person to jump up, run to the back of the room, pay a thousand dollars to go do this three-day training. And I'm like, this is going to change my life. So the three-day training comes up, you know, I go and one of the speakers was a kid that I actually went to junior high with. And I was like, well, if he can do it, I can do it, you know? And um, that was really inspirational for me in that moment. And I was terrified. Then I signed up for the, you know, the the $30,000 course that they had, flew out to California by myself, didn't know a single person, um, you know, did this training. We walked through everything, you know, doing my numbers, the first, first house we go through and I'm analyzing my numbers and I'm like, oh, I'm going to. I'm going to be really good at this. You know, I got it. I got it. Then the second, the second house we get to my numbers were off and I was like, okay, that's all right. Third house, my numbers are off again. Fourth house, they're off again. Fifth house, they're off again. And I'm like, get on the back of the bus. And I think I need to get my money back. I'm going to fail. Like, and I'm going to lose my $30,000 that I just, let me get that money back. And then as I sat there, you know, the little voice inside my head was like, well, how are you going to fail? So I'm, I'm having this internal battle with myself as I'm sitting in the back, you know, while everybody else on the bus is like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> and um, I did, I had that talk and I was like, all right, how are you going to fail? And I was like, okay, well, if I don't do it, I said, okay, well, are you not going to do it? And I was like, no, no, yeah, I am going to do it. I am going to do this. And then that just, I pushed through that fear, continued to go, um, got another mentor right after, spent three days with him, was the best money I ever spent. And then that is how I just started on my path of, you know, being able to feel confident in what I was doing, making the offer. So two, two months after being with him, I got my first deal, you know, bought my first house in August of 2018, my second house in September of 2018. You know, I'm, I'm working at the, uh, um, the government side of the aerospace industry. And I was so efficient that I was able to do my job and, you know, in like two hours, and then I had six hours to do real estate. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I was, I was getting paid and learning at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it worked out great. Uh, and then, you know, unfortunately my, my life partner had passed away in November. So I used that momentum of my grief to just propel, you know, and, and keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, our goal had for 2019 had been five properties and all of a sudden uh, when I was sitting at the closing table for my fifth property, I realized, oh my God, I hit our goal, you know? And then from them just continued to learn, continue to do more, um, 
got out, networked more, met more people, met amazing mentors that, you know, now I'm, I'm teaching part of their courses you know, on, on the outside part after they do their classes. And it's just been this like beautiful life that I created for myself. No one, no one created for me. You know, it's like, yes, I got to work at SpaceX and everyone's like, oh my God, why would you ever leave that? But to start something for yourself and then to grow and propel, you know, and it's like, here I am five years later. And I never imagined my life being like this, being able to travel, you know, the country and and do things that I want to do. And then also help people who are in distressed situations. Like that's more rewarding than, than the money, you know, at times. So it's been this great, beautiful balance of helping people, learning, building my business, you know, doing short-term rentals, which is a lot of work, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm learning and building a team and that that has made it easier so that I can continue to do more deals and, you know, meet people like you, you know, I love that we're in, we're in the same network of folks and the mindset, like it's so exciting. Mm -hmm. So that is, that's how I started. Wow. That is absolutely incredible. Um, Meeting you has been absolutely amazing too. I mean, hearing your story, hearing your success, uh, really, really inspires me to do more because man, you you just jump into it head on and you're successful in it. Now, I want to back up a little bit. Uh, my my first question about SpaceX is, how much coffee do you drink every day? <laughs> I was, whew, I well, <laughs> since I stocked the kitchen, I know. Uh, I, I, I figured <laughs> we would I would purchase anywhere from um when I first started there was probably about 25 to 30 people that worked at the Cape Canaveral location which is where they launched their their rockets I was the third female hired on um there was about three of us for a good year and a half two years so yeah with with the coffee I mean it was k-cups you know, and it was like, no, I want this coffee. No, I want this coffee. No, I want this coffee. So just having the wide array range of coffee and then, oh, but I want tea and, and, and my tea tastes like coffee because we don't have a Keurig that's, you know, and I'm, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Everything here is free. Uh, so yeah, it was a, it was a bunch of coffee, lots of late nights, you know, all the soda you could imagine. So there'd be, you know, there'd be nights where, I'd be there at, you know, three, four in the morning and just like slamming coffee, slamming cherry Cokes. Those were my favorite. Um, you know, and I, I like to say like, you know, they, they, they would talk about like, you know how the freshman 15, when you get, you get into college and you gain 15 pounds, like same thing at SpaceX, it's like the SpaceX 30. And just because everything is cookies, candies, ice cream, soda, coffee, you know, cooking. I mean, I, I prepared a, um, a prime rib for everybody. It was, it was delicious. They were like, this is so good. And I had never made it before in my life, but I did a great job. <laughs> and, uh, I'm sensing you a know. theme here. It's like, I didn't even know what I was applying for. I've never made a prime rib before. I've never done this before. Oh, well, whatever. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, that that's all you can do is just like, Hey, I haven't done it. Like, am I scared? Absolutely. You know, but that fear pushing past that fear and, and just getting into that momentum of doing something you're, you're gonna succeed. Even if you fail, you know, it's like, you know, first attempt at learning. So I've, I've, I've done what I could. All right, cool. Now I did this. Now I know how to do this. Now I know how to do this and just kept building upon that. Mm -hmm. And 
ultimately that helped me by always wanting to learn more that helped me with real estate and having that confidence. Cause I didn't, I didn't know a whole lot about real estate. Right. Um, and then it just got me, you know, now I, I'm, I love the life that I'm living. I believe that everybody can do it. I believe that, you know, you need to get in these networks. You need to learn because that is truly how you're going to propel your business, you know, like working with people. If you want to, if you want to make it big and successful, you can't do it by yourself. Right. You can become successful, but it'll, it'll, you'll be smaller. You'll do a lot of work. You'll, you know, like do a lot of work now and build, build the network and the people. So then this way it makes it a lot easier for you. And that's what I've learned, you know, in my journey. Hey, okay. Like you have money. Great. I have knowledge. You know, I have a property. Now we can, the three of us, like the three things that you need now they're together and now we can make something happen from this. So I started with no money. Um, the money that I used to buy my education came from my stock options at SpaceX, you know? <laughs> so I pulled that money to learn and I invested it in myself, um, which was the best thing I ever did. Mm -hmm. So Very cool. Now, you mentioned uh, during that uh, your journey about, hey, lots of people are saying, hey, you, you're in SpaceX. What a great company. Why would you ever leave? How Was that a huge struggle for you to make that decision? Or... Uh, did you know, you know, I'm just going to go cold turkey, quit, and then find something else? Yeah, I pretty much decided that day. I was like, today's my last day. Mm. Like, I don't I don't want to work here anymore. Uh, it it just got to a point where we were getting so big. Um, there was so much going on. And, you know, I had I had 50 people that were working for me at Cape Canaveral. Then I had another, you know, 30 people working for me in um vandenberg which is in california then i also had to do 30 minute sessions with these people and i'm like weekly so it just got to be too much and i didn't feel appreciated anymore um and i i felt like i wasn't going to be able to grow more within the company so i was like meh i'm here's today's my last day was there lots of people that told you don't do it like you're gonna regret it yeah you know i was like well what are you doing and i thought there's, there's more out there, you know, there's, there's more to life. Um, so I decided, you know, I'm going to take that step. And I had, I had bought my home, uh, in 2013 and I left SpaceX in 2015, I believe 2015, 2016. And I was finally able to unpack my home <laughs> after, after two, two and a half years, because I was always at work. Mm -hmm. Um, which was great. I loved it. It, you know, there was great community. I met a lot of great people. I got to travel. Um, you know, I got to work on rockets. I was in charge of all of the flight inventory that had come in. Everything that was going, you know, on the International Space Station came through me first. You know, our, our first launch that we did, I'm Elon launched a, a wheel of cheese, you know and a bunch of little baby bells with it. And then we had those baby bells and that cheese at our Christmas party. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, just- you eat it just, or, or you're like, yeah. I don't know. This might be <laughs> something someday. Yeah, it was kind of like, I don't, space cheese. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, it, it was it was definitely a cool um, experience to work there. And then to see where they are now, I'm like, wow, that's incredible. Mm -hmm. And I have stock options there and I'm rooting for them and I want them to do well because I have a beneficial interest in it as well. Mm -hmm. Um, however, the life that I chose to, to live, I'm, I'm much happier with. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I get to do so much more. I get to make my own schedule. I get to talk to whoever I want to talk to. There's tons of things that now I have control over my life and my time mm-hmm. where with SpaceX, it was super cool to work there, but you're also very much like, this is, this is your life. You know, they, they had beds for us to sleep there, <laughs> you know, and they prepared meals for us. And Elon is brilliant in that sense. Like he does bring a great group of people together to, you know, like, and, and there is no, you, you don't say no, yes, sir. And you figure out a way to make it happen and you just keep testing and testing. And I've used that in my business. I'll just keep testing. Okay. This didn't work. Let me try this. This didn't work. Let me try it. Okay. This is working great. All right. Well, let me try this. So, you know, that's why I personally believe Elon successful because he believes anything is possible. Mm-hmm. And, and I took that, you know, with me when I left, anything is possible. You can do it. You just got to figure out a way to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a, it was definitely a great place to, to start my career, to grow and learn and move up the ladder and do a lot of cool things and travel. And, you know, now I'm, now I'm in real estate and I really, really love that. Your, your transition from go, 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 go to government employee must have been like a 1A. I mean, like lots of people go, you know what? That'd be great. The golden handcuffs. I'll be there for the rest of my life. It's going to just coast. But for you, you're going, no, that, that's not what I want. Did the, same, did the same people who told you not to leave SpaceX tell you, hey, you just you just hit the jackpot of getting into government. Why are you leaving now? <laughs> I did have some people say that, like, this is such a cushy job because I was really good at it. You know, I was able to finish all my work, um, still still do real estate. You know, my boss was aware of it. There wasn't any, you know, like trying to hide it from him. Like, hey, I'm getting into real estate. This is what I'm doing. Um and as long as I was able to get my work done, it didn't matter, you know? And and even there, I was like, hey, I can do more. Hey, I can do this. Hey, I figured out a way where we can make the inventory system better. Hey, I found a way that we can do X, Y, Z. So I got to travel with that job as well. So they sent me back out to Vandenberg to clean up the inventory there. They sent me out to a little island off the coast of Africa called Ascension. Um, my last day there, a guy literally got attacked by a great white shark. And it was insanity. Um, He ended up making it. He's, he's doing good. And it was his last day. It was his last day working there. He was, yeah, I'm like, oh my goodness, but he's doing good now. Um, But yeah, a lot of people said, you know, don't get into real estate, especially some of my friends who had, and they got burned in the, you know, 2008, 2009. Oh, I would never buy real estate again. You know, I lost everything. I had to, I had to short sale my house and okay. But if they had knowledge and they had learned how to do it, they wouldn't have had any issues, Mm -hmm. you know? So when I look at that now, I'm like, oh, you know, a crisis is coming. That's an opportunity. That's an opportunity for me to create a lot of wealth for myself and my family and my friends, and then also help people who are in situations where they can't, you know, they feel like, oh my God, my only option is to sell my house. Mm -hmm. It's not. Right. I can... I can buy your house, but I'll buy it in the future, but I'm going to solve your problem today. You need a new roof? No problem. I'll put it on there for me. You don't even need to pay me back. I just want to buy your house in the future. Mm -hmm. Does that sound good to you? You know, and a lot of people are like, yeah, because they get to stay in their home, you know, and enjoy it. 
and then I get it in the future. So it is about helping people out or some people, they're just like, I'm tired of dealing with these tenants. I don't want to do it anymore. No problem. Like, let me master lease it from you. I'll take care of all of your problems. And then can I buy it in the future? Can we do it on terms? So once you build those relationships with these homeowners, they're more likely to go, okay, yeah, you've been paying me. You're on time. You're an honest person. I like you. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, yes, let's do this. So it was a no brainer leaving the government side because it was very slow and very boring. But I appreciate that because it gave me that opportunity to go, I want something more for myself where SpaceX was just, I didn't have time to think about more for myself. I mean, there, there was a night where uh, parts would get delivered to my house and I, I'd been working. um, It was 10 AM to 7 AM the next morning. And I was, this was when we were, we were launching the dragon Um, and a part had come in. I signed for it. I gave the guy the clipboard and then I gave him back the part. And he was like, uh, no, ma'am, you keep that. And I was like, oh, you're right. I do. <laughs> wow. I would have been in a lot of trouble if I had given that back to you. Wow. So, you know, it was just so exhausted, you know, working at SpaceX that you couldn't think about anything else because that was all it was. We're on the government side. I had so much time to think about, you know, how can I improve their systems? How can I improve this? And then, you know, the raises that I would get, they were not SpaceX raises. SpaceX did, they, they did good with their raises. And here I was like, that's it. Hmm. Okay. At this rate, I'm never going to be where I want to be. So real estate was something that I decided, let me, let me get into this. And it was the best decision and scariest decision of my life (laughs) saying scary i was just about to ask you like you've done all this stuff prior to real estate was that very first deal that you did was that even anxious at all was that terrifying (laughs) terrifying you know and it's like but i just kept um when i was with my mentor i had three days with him it was twenty five thousand dollars and another girl and i actually split that cost but i didn't have the money at that time to do it, but she did. So she paid for it. And I wrote every single thing that he said down. And I'm like, wait, cause I only have you for three days and then I'm never going to see you or speak to you again. Like that was it. So I wanted to make sure I had everything down to be able to talk to realtors, hard money lenders. That was terrifying. I felt like an idiot for a very long time, you know, and they're talking about points and, you know, oh, you're, oh yeah, we do a 90% and hundred percent. And I'm like, okay, you know, and, and I didn't know the terminology, but I was still there hearing it. And eventually I just, you know, um, my first offer I put in down in Bonita Springs and I, I got it under contract. I negotiated it, you know, got an appraisal on it, got three bids from contractors and then when I got it back and it was like, ooh, this needs a lot of work. I need to come in with a price reduction. So I offer the price reduction and the bank said no. So I was like, okay. And then I found the house in Cocoa. So now I had that opportunity. I made an offer and I did went through the process and it didn't work. So I canceled the contract. Then I made another offer in Georgia and I was going to wholesale it. 
Um, and the guy who said he was going to take it from me, I was like, I'm about to make $10,000. This is exciting. And, uh, it all fell through, which was a bummer, but you know, I got my, I got my escrow money back and then I found a property in Cocoa beach and I negotiated that got three bids, um, was able to get a price reduction based off of, you know, what I had found in the inspection report and, and what I had got from the contractors, they accepted it. And then I was off to my first project and I didn't have a clue what I was doing. (laughs) And, you know, so, you know, it's like the contractor's like, what color do you want? What flooring do you want? What? And I'm like, well, what do you do? Like, what, (laughs) what colors do you do? And what colors do you know? So I was relying on, on him a lot as well. And through that, I was able to learn, you know, about flooring and paints and the different kinds of paints and, you know, oh, well, we can, we can remove these, these walls here, but because this is plaster, we can't do that. And, you know, we can put up some drywall over here and we can expand this over here. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is great. Um, But also making sure that your contractor stays on target. Also not using a contractor who's the cheapest. Also making sure that the contractor has enough money to start the project and then you can go through and do the draw. I didn't do any of those things. Um, you know, ended up losing on my on my first property. You know, my my partner had died and I was grieving and um, but it truly made me fearless because losing money is nothing compared to like losing a life partner. Right. So with that, you know, then I started making money, you know, then it was like, sold a house, uh, remodeled a house, put 1200 into it before I could finish it. I had a guy wanting to buy it, you know, and I, I made over a hundred thousand dollars on that house and it took me three weeks. And I was just like, wow, that, that was easy. You know, it's not, it's not that like, that doesn't happen often. <laughs> um, that was, that was kind of like, a, you know, a, definitely a luck, um, right place, right time kind of thing. And there are deals out there like that. You just got to find them, you know, and, and they take time, but ultimately it was, you know, I've, I've been through an array of contractors. Um, I have a great contractor now. I have more people getting onto my team so that I can just do the things that I'm good at, which is finding the deals, connecting with the homeowners, working out what works best for them, what works best for me. Sometimes it is just cash, Sometimes it's, it's, you know, terms, sometimes it's renting it from them. There's a lot of different things that you can do with real estate that people don't even realize. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't regret leaving the aerospace industry at all. And I'm, I'm very grateful um, that I had that opportunity with SpaceX, you know, seven and a half years there. I learned a lot. Um, my stock options were great. They, I used those to, to learn how to do real estate and, you know, and then the government side, they were, they were great in allowing me to be able to still have a job and, and learn and do the real estate. And then when I, you know, closed on that property and made my first hundred, I, uh, my boss had called me in. He wanted to talk to me about something, him and his boss. And they're like, yeah, we want to put you on this new project. And I was like, yeah, I I want to give my notice. <laughs> I just made more than my four year salary with one. <laughs> right, exactly. And he goes, okay, 
when do you want your last day to be? And I said, well, I'll, I'll give you two weeks. And he goes, and it was a Wednesday and he goes, do you just want to make it Friday? And I was like, that's good. Okay. Yeah, I'll make it Friday. So, um, yeah, my last day was Friday. Um, and it was just the new start of a new career. And, you know, I didn't, I wasn't well connected yet. Cause that was only my third property. So, you know, I still okay. needed to grow and, um, and I did it, you know, I just kept plugging along, you know, I just kept putting myself out there and, you know, I, I paid for a wholesaling course that literally bought, like made me, you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars from this one letter. And I was like, oh my God, this thing works. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's been a, it's been an incredible journey. And I, I wish, you know, I, I share it with all my friends. I try to get them involved because you can do it, you know, from, from you signing up to that course, like the wholesaling course to you making the hundred thousand, how long was that? Um, less than a year. Wow. So 20, 2018. Oh, just over a year. Cause it was January of 2018 that I signed up for that course. The course happened in April and then I made my first hundred thousand in um, the following May. Wow. That is fast. And then <laughs> right after that, we, we hit COVID. Yeah. A lot of stuff in real estate had to change. Showing yeah. properties was d different. Uh, finding tenants were different. All that stuff was different. How did you navigate through that? Or was it more like, oh, I've never really done this for too long anyways. This is just common for everybody. So was that something that you you didn't know what you didn't know and just dealt with it? <laughs> kind of. Um, I was actually really excited when the world shut down because <laughs> I, I needed that time just to regroup because I was still grieving heavily. Um, I still needed to do my taxes. And I was like, yes, now everything's pushed back. I got to like breathe a little. So then that's when I dove into, let me learn other ways. And uh, there was a lady named Vina Jones Cox and a gentleman named Bill Cook. And I had seen Vina and she was doing this creative structuring course. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. So I sat at home. She did it via Zoom and they were recorded. So then when I would go walking for dollars where I'd walk around neighborhoods and look for houses that looked like they needed some work. And I'd be like, I'm going to send them a letter. So I'd write down their address and I would just listen, re-listen to those, um, to that course that I sat in. Cause I didn't have a clue, uh, what any of it meant. It, it was like, I'm, I'm never going to learn how to do this. And I was like, well, let me just keep listening to it. So then it was like, I'd walk and I'd listen and I'd be like, Oh, Oh, that's what they mean. I'm going to do that. And, and I did, and I started sending out letters uh, and that really just changed the traje trajectory of my life. You know, this, this one little letter that I got from Venus wholesaling course. And then I took that, sent it out to, I sent 52 letters out. I got five responses and I bought two. One of them made me 200,000. And then the other one should have made me um, money, but the way that it all worked out, you know, I didn't lose anything. I, I just learned some life lessons there. And that's how I look at anything when it, it doesn't go my way. I'm like, that's okay. Mm -hmm. What's the lesson? Okay. Here's the lesson that I got from this. Let's move forward. Uh, cause it is really easy to, you know, 
get down on yourself and be like, oh, I'm a failure. I can't do this. What am I doing? You know, and and those are the moments where you got to make sure that your mind is sharp to be like, no, 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 no. What You can do this. You are doing it. Look at what you're doing. Keep going. Get in contact with people who are going to bring you up. You know, like that's where I started meeting people and and COVID for me was was great because I got to slow down and I really took that time to learn. And because not a lot of people were doing stuff, I was able to go, all right, let me implement what I've learned. Right. Hey. And it was super uncomfortable because I didn't know what I was saying and I'm winging it. And, you know, and then it was like, oh, okay. You know, the, <laughs> the first guy that I made my offer to, it was, um, I'm going to buy your house. I gave him two offers. I'll pay 400,000 cash for it. Or I'll pay 425 and I'll put $25,000 down now and I'm going to do zero payments at zero interest. And then we'll have you refinanced out in a year. Mm-hmm. And Let me guess, you, you did not have 400,000 cash, right? Oh, no. no. <laughs> That's why I was like, hey, how about 25? Um, Which then I didn't have 25 either. I had to borrow that. Um but that's how it works, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, that's where people get so caught up. Like, but I don't have that money. I didn't either. But I knew people who did because I had started building relationships and my then business partner, his parents fronted us the money, mm-hmm. you know, so then they made a return on it. And then they ended up buying the house, which was, you know, where it was like, hey, they they got that house versus us getting, you know, um, any profit from it. But I wouldn't have had that experience of making that offer. And the guy originally said no. And, you know, cause I think I explained it too high tech the way I had learned it. So my then business partner, he explained it like a little, he dumbed it down a little bit. And then the guy was like, Oh yeah. Why didn't you say so? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I, that's what I said. Come on guy. But uh, <laughs> I, I didn't say it in, in layman's terms. So that was something that I learned as well. Mm. Um, you know, so my partner was like, yeah, we'll give you 50,000 down. And I was like, no, 25. (laughs) Well, so he accepted it. We gave him the 25 down, um, worked on the house. It was a great house in Cocoa beach, right on the canal. Um, you know, and, and now I, I own a house in Cocoa beach. I've got condos on the beach. I've got, you know, little cottages and houses and pool houses and, yeah, it's and it's great because I get to enjoy them. My family gets to enjoy them. You know, I got friends who want to come and stay. Um, so it's it's been it's been a really fun ride for mm-hmm. sure. No, you you come across as a person who doesn't get doesn't get down very often. So, for instance, you're saying, "Oh, that didn't work." You're not going to dwell on it. You're not going to put yourself down. You just go, "What did I learn?" Now, how much of that has to happen before you go, you know what, maybe I have to change something completely. Like, this is not working. I have to stop doing this. Like, how, how far does that have to go for you to realize, okay, I'm going to have to stop this? Um, I just keep testing. You know, if if this doesn't work, then let me try something else. If that doesn't work, you know, then it's like, all right, let me do some research. Let me talk to mentors. Let me talk to other people who have done that experience. And then I've gathered all this information and then I look at it and go, okay, well, what's going to work best for me? I really like this. I'm going to pull this and I'm going to, I'm going to use this strategy here. Okay. That didn't work. But what if I incorporate it with this tool? So it's like, I basically open up my toolbox and go, 
what strategies do I have in here that are going to help me? And then if none of them work, then I'm reaching out to my fellow investors and going, hey, what can we do here? Um, it's constantly like shift and tweak mm-hmm. because such as life, you can't control it. You never know what's going to happen. You're thinking like, oh yeah, this is, you know, this is amazing. I'm doing this, this, and this. And then it's like, boom, mm-hmm. like a death. And that changes everything. It changes how you feel inside. You know, it changes how you think, you know, what you're doing. But then, it, you know, if you can hone in and go, okay, so what, what are like mindsets, a huge thing. And I listen to a lot of, um, you know, mindset uh, books and podcasts. And, you know, even in the evening, like just stay positive, feed your mind with good things. And uh, my brother was actually the first person to be like, hey, you got to read this book, listen to it, you know, and I was like, okay, and it was called the code of extraordinary minds. And that book just made me look and see things differently. Like, you're right. Because everybody has different lenses and whatever their experience is, that's the lenses that they're using. Mm -hmm. So if I can continue to fill my cup, you know, like if if you have a glass of water and it's dirty, you know, shaking it up isn't going to get the dirt out of it, but you pour more water into it and the cup's going to overflow and then it's going to cleanse itself. And now you're going to have pure, pure water. So the same thing with your mind. That's how I believe it you know, keep pouring positive. I stopped watching TV. I stopped listening to music, you know, and I just filled everything with what's positive. Here's a positive book. I'm going to listen to this. Here's a positive, you know, structuring on how I can do real estate. I'm going to listen to all my courses. That's what I'm filling my cup with because I want to be the best real estate investor that I can be. So in order to do that, I needed to pour things into me to get my mind right, because it was hard, mm-hmm. you know, and people like there have been times where I'm like, I'm just going to go back and get a job. And then I'm like, oh, that sounds terrible. No, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. What can I do to create another stream of income? What can I do? You know, look at my portfolio and go, wow, like in just in just a year, less than a year from August of last year to December, I added 12 or 13 more doors to my portfolio. You know, I was just like, let's go. And I did. And now I'm like, cool, I have this portfolio. I've been able to increase, you know, cause I, I remodeled these properties. So I created equity in them, you know, and it's like looking at my portfolio, I'm like, wow, like if I sell everything, I'm a millionaire. <laughs> How did, how did that happen? So it is also looking and, you know, cause I just went like, go, 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 go. Didn't even look to see like, you know, oh, how much was this going to make? Or what was this going to make? Just, you know, and now I'm like, I have a portfolio. Look what I've created. This is incredible. So that's kind of, that's, that's what I do. That is awesome. Um, now for, for you, you You've already shared the stories about your process and your your progress throughout your careers. And it's not, I'm not speaking out of line by saying you just jump into things without knowing it. But that requires a certain mindset. And you talked about mindset already, where you have to be not afraid of jumping into things that you don't know. So for instance, applying for a whole bunch of stuff that you may or may not be qualified for. Now, right. there's a lot of people I've worked with that goes, you know what? This title says senior, but I'm not a senior, so I can apply for it. Well, I'm like, why don't you just do it first and see what happens, right? 
that mindset to do that is not something that's common. So for yourself, is that something that you've been born with or you kind of forced your, your way into that kind of mindset in order to do the stuff that you wanted to do? Uh, I think a lot of it stemmed from, um, you know, my dad was a very hard worker. You know, uh, I didn't do well in school. You know, I was like a BC student, uh, but I was a phenomenal soccer player. And that was the one thing I knew that I was really, really good at. And I was the best at it. You know, I, I played with the women's Brazilian national team my senior year. They wanted me to stay because I have dual citizenship. So I'm, you know, I'm an American and I'm a Brazilian, so I can stay there and play soccer on their team. And it's not a big deal, but I really wanted to, I wanted to finish high school. Um, so I think with that, you know, always having that, like need to be the best, you know, but I didn't realize that I was intelligent, you know, cause my grades, my grades weren't good. So I associated, you know, grades with intelligence, which is total BS. It's, it, it it doesn't matter. It it's your work ethic, I I believe, and then just what what it is that you're feeding yourself. And man, my dad used to tell me all the time, like nobody's gonna nobody's gonna take care of you better than you. You know, nobody's gonna you know do X Y Z. Like you got to feed your mind. And I you know being a kid, I'm like, ugh, dad. Like what do you know? Um, and now as an adult, I'm like, man, my dad was giving me some gems, and I didn't even know it. Like that's amazing. So I think just from having that like need to succeed and be the best that I can be, if I'm going to do something, do it the best. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I don't know how to do it. That's okay. Because now I know I can learn how to do it. I can learn how to do anything. Mm -hmm. All of us can. It's really just going, are you willing to make those sacrifices today for your future you know, tomorrow or in a year. So, you know, if you do 1% every day, you've increased yourself by 365% for the year. Right. So I try to like, think about that. Like when I'm like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't do that much today, but that's okay. Because yesterday I put in 30%. So today it's okay. If I just put in a percent, uh -huh. you know, I'm still moving forward. And a lot of it does have to do with, you know, your mindset's the biggest part. And my brother and I used to have conversations about that. And, you know, for the longest time I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Jared. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And now I'm like, dude, oh my God, you're right. What book do you, what book are you got? And he'll be like, oh, I've been reading this book, this book. And I'm like, awesome. You know, so the things that he's given me and, you know, and I'm like, yep, yep. And I just, I don't have any fear or anything holding me back. Like I don't have, you know, my own children. And I don't know if I had children, if it would make it different, if, if my success level would be different, I would like to think it wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know, you know, I have stepkids, uh, and, and my brother, he's got five kids now. So he's wanted to do real estate, but he's got so much to take care of. So I understand it where I just had me to take care of and my cat. Uh -huh. So we could, we could make anything work. <laughs> and, uh, but I, I believe anybody can do it. And if you have a significant other, um, that supports you and, and not in the sense of finances or it's just like, I know you can do this, you know, surround yourself with people that are like, you can do it because you will, 
Mm-hmm. You surround yourself with those people that say, you can't do this. You're not going to do it because that's what, that's what you're feeding your mind with. Right. So who you hang out with really matters. And my friends have changed, you know, substantially since I started investing, right. um, you know, and it, and it's not that I don't like my old friends or we just don't have much in common anymore. You right. know, we've both grown and moved and, and I, I do believe that real estate and and I've proven to myself that it is the way to go for me. Right. But I I did have a lot of work to do. I did have a lot of sacrifices to make. And I'm eternally grateful that I did. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Very, very good. Now, every step of the way, you've mentioned the people around you. You've learned from this person. You surround yourself with those people. It requires a person who has a very unique personality to be able to maintain all those relationships and also be accepted by all those groups and people. Uh, lots of people are afraid to go, hey, you know what? If I ask too many questions, they, they might think I'm annoying. Or if I ask this question, they might think I'm incompetent for asking that question. I don't want to bother that person. Or all these all these limiting beliefs in their head so that they don't make that connection. So for you, what would you say is your unique personality trait? that allows you to learn so much from so many different people and so many so like high up people to maintain you in that relationship and you maintaining that relationship. I mean, a big part of it is, is being humble, you know, like humble in the fact that like, I don't know, you know, and then also what can, what knowledge do I have that I can impact you as well? So yeah, there, you know, there's people who are higher up, you know, millions of dollars and I'm, and I'm on their radar and I'm like, yes, that's a great thing, you know? And it's, and it is intimidating and it, you know, where I'm like, oh, you know, you're worth millions and, and I don't have millions yet, you know, but I know I want to be where you're at. So I want to mimic and follow the things that you've done. I am truly a student. And for me, I'm more of an observer Um, and I take everything in and then I wait for those opportunities to go, okay, I've learned this. Hey, let's have a conversation. Maintaining those relationships, you know, it's, it's hard work because you meet so many different people and then you got to go, what are the people that I do want to have these relationships with? What are the people that we're in alignment with the conversations that we've had? And, and I think that we can both benefit from this relationship because not all relationships are beneficial. You know, I've met a lot of people where it's the conversations are, you know, they're, they're not as exciting or, you know, the, they're, they're really down like, Oh, I can't do this. I can't, I can't. And I'm like, you're right. I mean, if if you think you can, you know, you can. And if you think you can't, you, you can't. So for me, I listen to the way that people speak and, and if it's filled with, I can't, that's not going to work. This won't happen. Okay. I need to redirect and go look for the people that are like, ah, oh, I know that's tough. Yes. Here's what I did. Oh yes. That can work. Yes. That's a great idea. Yes. You know, and test it because you don't know until you start testing it. So for me, you know, like being humble when, you know, like situational awareness, essentially knowing who I'm around and when I'm in front of folks who are millionaires and billionaires, I am just like a sponge, just listening and soaking up everything that I can. 
And then when I'm around people, you know, who I feel are, are my equals and equivalents, then it's like, let's have these conversations on how we can get to the, to, you know, to that next level. What do you have going on? What do you got going on? Oh, I've got this, you know, oh, I need money for this. No problem. I know somebody who's got it, or I have it. And it's, it's really just, it's like these friendships that I've developed are basically, how can we help each other? Whether it's financially or through knowledge or through connections. And it makes it so much fun, you know? So I do, I, I stay away from individuals who who have that, you know, lower vibration and, and mindset of I, I can't because I'm like, mm, that that's a hard word for me. Like, oh, I can't do that. And then I'm like, I can, I'll figure out a way to do it. You know, like let's figure stuff out versus no, nah, that's not for me. That's too hard. Like, okay. So I, I try to look for folks that, you know, have the same values that I have that are like, let's figure, let's figure this out. That's a good idea. Or, oh, that's a great idea. Did you think about this? And, and not having that, you know, jealousy about someone else, like celebrate everyone's wins, mm -hmm. you know? And I think some people get bogged down in the, oh, well, I didn't get that. Or this didn't happen for me. It didn't happen yet. Right. You know, keep going. Well, I'm going to attest to that because before I got you to be a guest on my show, you had to vet me out before you agreed. So we, we jive. I'm happy. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, what, what's the what's the next big thing for you? Next big thing for me? Um, I feel like there's a few things, but there's definitely one that comes to mind. Uh, there was a... Uh, a hotel resort in the Bahamas. And I went down there a few months ago and I looked at it and I didn't make an offer because I knew he wanted, you know, $40,000. And I'm like, bro, your place has a lot of work to do, but I still reach out. Hey, how's it going? Have you sold it yet? So my next thing is while building that relationship, I'm actually going to offer, let's do a partnership. You own the place free and clear. You know, I know people who have money. Let's let's see what we can't do to get this place back to where it needs to be, because it's probably going to take, you know, five to 10 million to get that place where it needs to be. So if I can bring that money and and the people who are giving me that money, they get their money back plus a piece of it. Like, let's all make money. Um, so that's one of the things that I'm I'm working on and uh just adding, adding more short-term rentals, looking to see what's the best spaces and, and, you know, possibly start doing some teaching as well. Uh, Cause I think it's important for people to know, like you can do it mm -hmm. and it's, it, you know, I'm not going to say, Oh, this is super easy. You know, do you just show up and give me your money and you'll, you'll be, you'll be flipping houses in no time, or you'll be, you'll have a short-term rental. Like, no, it's, it's hard work. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> That's, uh, I, I, will, I like to be realistic with folks, um, so that they know what's expected of themselves and then they can make an informed decision. Is this something that I can do or is this something that, you know, I have that attitude of, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to stick with the folks that are like, yes, I can, because I've given them true information, you know, starting off, it is not easy. It is hard. And you're going to doubt yourself and you're going to be like, what the heck am I doing? But if you keep going and you keep making, keep pushing forward, I promise you, it's going to, it's all going to come to fruition. 
<laughs> now, the, uh, my my final formal question to you. Uh, it's going to be difficult because you've been giving so many great tips and advice throughout this entire interview. And the question is, we put you on the world stage. You have a couple minutes to share with the world one message that you want everybody to remember Erica for. What's that one message? Oh, you you can do anything you want to do. You know, it's it's truly your mindset. And if you can if if you can work on your mindset for even a month, you're going to you're going to see opportunities. And if you are looking through the lenses of everything's an opportunity, you're going to you're going to be so successful, like you can't even imagine it because that's what I see now. You know, I'm talking to a guy that's cutting bushes you know, walking by his house and I'm like, man, this house needs some work on it. <laughs> hey, this, you have a, a beautiful yard. Who does your yard? I do my yard, you know, and now we've just started a conversation and now we're building a friendship. You know, his name's Mario. I walk by his house, you know, once a week or once a month. It just depends if I'm in that area. And I always say hi to him. And I know that I'm going to, I'm going to get I'm going to help that man in some way. I'm either going to get his house. I'm going to put a roof on it. I'm going to do something, you know, and that's because everything that I see and everyone that I talk to, there are opportunities for something great, whether it's for my business or just in my, like for my life in general. So lenses are, you know, mindset and lenses are a big thing. Oh, good word. So live by. Um, so before I let you go, I got five quick rapid fire questions. Give me the first okay. thing of mine. Entrepreneurship and real estate, is it tougher or rocket science? <laughs> uh I think it's I think it's tougher. Stranded on a deserted island, one food to eat for the rest of your life, no consequence. Cheese pizza. Hollywood calls and goes, Hey Erica, we love your story. We would love to do a biopic. Who would you cast to play you? Oh, I I have no idea because I stopped watching TV. <laughs> Somebody good. Somebody good. <laughs> Somebody good shows up at your door and goes, hey, I got casted to play uh, play you. And you go, you know what? I'm excited. Let's hang out. But first, let me make you this amazing dinner. What's that special dish that you can make? Ooh, so it depends. Um Cause I'm, I'm now a uh, vegan. I stopped eating meat after I started working with plant medicines. But when I used to make, when I used to eat meat, it would, it would be a New York strip steak marinated in an A1 sauce with Newman's olive oil and vinegar overnight. You broil it. And then as soon as it's done, you pull it out, you sprinkle some Parmesan cheese on it. You put it back in and let it crust over a little bit with some spinach pasta and a salad. And my stepmom used to make that. And I was like, God, this is so good, but I don't eat meat anymore. So, <laughs> but I would make that for it. <laughs> she was a meat eater. I'd be like, I'm making you this. Uh, okay. Uh, number from one to four. Uh, three. One, two, three. So if you had to compare success to a picnic table, how is success like a picnic table? All right. Well, picnic tables can hold everything that you need. Um, you know, it's a place where everybody comes together. You bring your ideas, you have community with, with your food and you nourish yourself, you know, so 
with real estate, you, you have to do that with your business. You need to, to nourish it. You need to feed it. You need to have conversations about it. You need to put your time and energy into it, which is where everybody gathers around the picnic table to sit and eat and create ideas. Same thing with real estate. I see that. That's how success is like a picnic table. Um, <laughs> any final words from you to share? And also, what's the best way for people to reach out? Um, Final words, just just do it. You know, if you're scared, use that fear to propel yourself because where the change comes is in the uncomfortable. So get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, you can find me on Facebook, uh, you know, Erica DePaula or on Instagram at DePaula8 uh, or at RedKey38. I haven't really been on much of the platforms, but I'm starting to get back into it because I've been, you know, putting my my energy into relationships so now it's time to get that up and running again and i you know look forward to answering anyone's questions and i you know i i love real estate i love helping people so however i can help you in your journey please reach out awesome so everybody remember if you have any problems with fear jumping into the unknown venturing into other territories uh erica is the person perfect person to talk to reach out to her learn more about real estate learn more about mindset she can definitely help you out uh so reach out and uh for next time uh she's erica my name is Fong chuan until next time today is the day to unlock your peak potential we'll see you later